Welcome to another Three Star Podcast. I'm Dave Stein, the voice of the Cowboys and Cowgirls. Glad to have you along with us and joining me. I've got a whole room full of people. Oh my gosh, not used to this. Go ahead, let's go around the room and introduce ourselves. My name is Joseph Granza. I'm the high school vocal music director. Uh, Monty Leichtenring, a former middle school director, now back at it for another year. Uh, high school band and fifth grade beginner band. And Ryan Nailier, head CGD baseball coach. Well, uh, I'm glad we got everybody together because you know there's one thing that a lot of people maybe not realize is the fact that uh, you know when you're in smaller schools, especially like this, kids are involved in multiple things. And we were talking about uh, just before we went live that uh, how many uh, kids uh, uh, that are on the baseball team are also involved in the music department. And uh, how many did you think you said, Mr. L? I think we have nine. Nine. Yeah. Um, I think the thing that, that impressed me the most, though, was um, coming back here, you know, spending this year with them and shooting right out of the shooting with the football program. Um, I've left those kids that start. I have three varsity starters in band. And I, I leave them alone. I don't touch them, and nor should I. But the other kids that dress for home games that maybe don't see any playing time, but they're an important part of that football team, are also an important part of my marching band. And so we really have a good working relationship. Um, they need to be with their team, but they need to be with me too. And so they're in their uniforms. We bring their horns over. They play. They get back with their team. And it just looks good, you know. It, it's it's good for the pro programs as well. You know. Well, I think it makes it makes a, a well-rounded, not just athlete, but person in general. Now, let's talk about the vocal department as well. Now, you, I mean, you get kids involved yep. uh, with the baseball program, with football, all. I mean, all of the sports. We have we have a few uh, sports students in in the choir program, and you know, speaking of the baseball, it, one of the neatest things last season was having two of the starting varsity baseball players sing the national anthem at a home game. Yeah, and they did an absolutely fantastic well, thank job. Thank you. Yes, they were yes. great. Yes, and I, and I I mean they have I've called upon them to do some other community events as well because uh, because of that talent that they have. Now, what are some of the challenges though when you're I mean we've talked about having to work back and forth between the teams and whatnot, but right. there's got to be some additional challenges as far as scheduling everything. It's I think getting the basic schedule is the hardest part because we don't want to put the students in a position where they have to choose. Um, it should be to the adults in this in the room, the coaches, the directors, the AD, and we work out a schedule where kids can be involved in both because the more they do, the better of a person they they are. And, and I think it, the in this day and age, when kids are involved in a lot, uh, especially in you know one A, two A, three A schools, even mm -hmm. um, you can do it all. It just comes down to time management. Mm -hmm. If you have a passion for sports and you have a passion for music, there's no reason you can't do both. And I, I will say after teaching well over 30 years in this district, 
very seldom do I ever feel like we are at odds with each other. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah, right. I'm, I I see a I see a, a number of kids that are maybe not athletes that are at a ball game. I also see a number of athletes who are not involved in music come and support their friends who are in the musical or yeah, at a concert. Exactly. And that doesn't happen in every school. Mm-hmm. Th- yeah. That that really doesn't. And uh, we are blessed to have. Um, this camaraderie between the departments because you know what whether i'm on the football team or i'm in the band i'm part of a team absolutely and i need to have we need to have a team to win and being part of a team is an important part of just growing up and getting ready to be part of civilization life skills how to interact with people Mm -hmm. how to schedule time management take a risk yeah one one thing that I see that helps, you know, when you're when you're performing, it's one thing to be on a field, you know, on the diamond, on the field, whatever the case, on the court, you know, you're you're not up close and personal. People are watching, but you're running back and forth, and it's. But to get up in front, you know, whether it be band or, or choir, whatever the case is, or, or the musical, which we'll talk about in just a little bit, to get up there and to have people looking back at you. You learn to build that confidence right. and to not have the stage fright, so to speak. Yeah, and I think another big thing as a coach is being able to see your players that you see in one light, also see them in a different light. And that's one of my favorite things and always has been as a coach is showing up to the musical or to the concerts or anything like that and, and really seeing them shine in a different light. You know, and, and you get some of that satisfaction when, when you see them out for another sport, whether it's basketball or wrestling or football and things like that and seeing them, you know, in a totally different view. But um, there's nothing like seeing them up on a stage in the bright lights performing in front of a ton of people and having that confidence. And I think both athletics instill that confidence and performing instill that confidence. Mm-hmm. And I think the kids that are in both um, are probably some of the most confident kids in the school. Yeah. I think you'll find, too, I, I, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn here when I say if I was, a, if I was a, a, even a small college coach that I was looking at, at a particular player um, – the fact that Johnny, who's also uh, who, who's a tremendous shortstop and, and hits 480, is also got a tremendous voice, as well as does speech contest and maybe plays trombone in the band. Those are well-rounded kids, and I think colleges are looking for those well-rounded kids because, you know, it's one thing to to work in a cubicle your entire life. But it's another, how can I get along with people? It, it comes back to teamwork again. And if we don't have that, then everybody suffers. Mm-hmm. Well, so. that kind of runs into my next question. Okay. It's going to be, uh, you know, the traits that you guys, uh, you know, see when you're, when you're bringing athletes into the, um, the arts side of things. What I've noticed, especially for this production of Mamma Mia this year, having some of the sports students involved more actively than has been in the past, there has been a higher work ethic happening, practicing, staying on task, um, getting the job done, and reaching for perfection. They don't argue over having to do another rehearsal. They're usually the ones saying, we need more practice, and I, I can appreciate that. I'll also tell you that, that uh, after having taught for many years in the middle school, one of the things I always looked forward to was the high school band director coming over in the spring when they're getting ready to do their scheduling as their freshman year and just sharing a little bit about what's going on at the high school band. This year, I'm on the other end of the, 
<laughs> thing, bringing some kids over, I will guarantee you I've got three varsity starters that will be going over to talk to that band at Mr. Claver's office this spring. And I yeah. think I probably should have them be wearing their football jerseys. Oh, definitely. You know, you know 100%. what? Because that's a visual thing, and we're visual learners. Kids see that, and they go, they can mm-hmm. do both. Yes. He's, he's a stud. I mean, he's yeah. a good player, you know. But, yeah, but he's also a really good trombone player, yeah. all right? And you can do both. Um, in this school, you can do both. Like I said, not every school works that way, but we're fortunate to have what we have here. Agreed. That I is think, one of the advantages of a small school. Yeah, yes. absolutely. I think it, it brings the leaders to light. You know, mm-hmm. the more they're doing, the more they have to be proactive, like you talked about, and the more they are used to leading people both on the field or in the classroom, on the stage, anything like that. And, um, you know, particular, both few or a few of the guys that you guys, either one or both of you have, are some of my best leaders. And I know without even asking or seeing, I can guarantee they're probably some of your best leaders in the classroom as well. well and we have good kids. Mm-hmm. We real CGD has good, good kids. I've taught in numerous schools and these are some of the finest I've come across. Now, having said all the happy th- stuff about everything, <laughs> let's talk some about difficulties. Because there's always a flip side to that coin. What are some of the difficulties you guys have to deal with when, when you're dealing with the athletics and the, and the arts combined? I would say probably scheduling. Yep. The yeah, difficulty, the, yeah. what we talk about being a good thing and having students be involved in more is also a negative thing where we do have to work around everyone else's schedule. Unfortunately, a lot of times in the music department, we are at the bottom of the totem pole. But I feel we're because we're used to that, we plan ahead and figure out how can we make this work. We don't want a student to miss out on a game or a comp- you know, a, a tournament or a, whatever. But at some point when it comes to a practice versus a rehearsal or a performance, we got to make sure that there's flexibility on both sides of the coin. And I also think, too, that um, there are times where kids are forced to make a choice. Not, by, not that anybody's making them, but they have to make a choice. Yep. Um, for example, I've got, a, I've got a student that comes to mind who I really would like to see go to an honor band in January and isn't going to work because they got an athletic event. Yep. Oh, you know, and it, it just... It, uh, when they had to take off for West Lyon, yep. I, I had two or three kids that are football players that missed a lesson that afternoon because the bus left at 12.30 or 12.45. But, but Thank the state you for know, that one. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. They've done a lot of research on that, though, and yeah. they know it's okay. Uh-huh. But in the grand scheme of things, the problems are pretty minimal Yes, yeah. for us. They really are. And I, you know, I, I couldn't be... I couldn't be happier with the situation that we have here. Is it perfect? No, it's not. There, nobody has a perfect situation. And it comes down to communication. You yeah, know, I've got does. no problem communicating with either of these guys here on, hey, how can we make this work? It's it's never, it's not going to work. It's how can we make this work? And uh, springtime for me is when we're getting geared up. That's a busy time. Weekends, there's contests. You know, I stay away from weekends. Um, during season, before the season, that's time for the kids and that's time for the contests. And, you know, when we start our first two weeks of practice, there is uh, music events, there's graduation, there's um, track events still going on, there's golf events. And if you are not flexible as a head coach, then 
you're just going to be unhappy. So, you know, those first two weeks, which is, is really crunch time for us, um, you know, they've got to go because they've got to sing or they, there's a music night or a music awards night. I think, I mean, that's something we ran into last year was the music awards night. I think we had students showing up for music awards in their baseball uniforms. You know, and that's just, that's just kind of what you have to do. But again, it starts with communication more than say the day of, um, you know, we're all very good at emailing and communicating. I mean, I'm literally 10 steps away during the school year Mm -hmm. from these guys and communicate ahead of time, put it on your schedule. And, you know, if there's a conflict, work to resolve it rather than become bitter because of it. Because one, that's not good for us as coworkers, but it's extremely, extremely not good for the student because it puts them in a very hard spot and we need to be the leaders and work it out for them and not put them in that hard spot to make those choices. Well, and another challenge is not, not only just sharing the students, but space. You know, next week is a prime example with the Veterans Day um, assembly and the musical happening. And where is our performance venue is the gym. So PE is, dis, you know, displaced right. for a couple of days to make room for us. Ryan's classroom is the lunchroom. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And or, it, or pray for at least 50 degrees. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and we just count on that. Yeah. And, and we, make, we make it work. You know, you know if, enough communication in yeah. advance, we can plan accordingly. And we don't lose much with a couple of days, you know, and, and that's got to be that's got to be the thought process going in. And, and we'll get by it. And, you know, it's better for someone else rather than for ourselves. And that's right. kind of what you as a coach, as a teacher, as a leader have to do is put others in front of you. And even if it's not what you want or works best for you, um, those are the cards that you're dealt. We have to be grown ups about it and we've yep. got to make it work. It's hard to do sometimes too when you, you, you forget sometimes that it's about the kid first. Kids you first. Know? And us, yeah. We'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. We might get our, uh, we might get bruised a little bit. Our egos. Yeah. Big deal. Okay. Get over it. But. Uh, you got to get outside that tunnel vision yeah, exactly. of what your goal exactly. is and understand that there's going to be, you know, bumps in the road ahead of you and, you know, figure out one, how to avoid them. And if it can't be avoid them, you know, slow down and make the damage not as bad. Right. 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 So what would you say are the overall goals when you're dealing with the athletic uh, side of athlete athletic arts i guess i'm not quite sure how to to word that but i mean it's kind of i mean it is it's a combination we want to see the students succeed yeah that's just plain and simple we want them to succeed in everything they attempt everything they are doing and we want them to enjoy their high school career i i would second that It, it we are we need to embrace what we have here because I, I remember my middle daughter was irritated when she was in high school. She said, You know, Dad, if I would have if I would have gone to an Ankeny, I could have specialized in volleyball and I probably would have been better and I said, You got a scholarship to play small college volleyball. You also played in band, sang in chorus, did the plays, did the musicals. You don't, you don't get any of that mm-hmm. in a 5A school. Very seldom does that happen in a 5A school or yep. even a 4A school. Mm-hmm. And yep. we, we need to embrace and foster that feeling yep. that we can give those kids here. I think we, are, we have so much to be thankful for, and sometimes we forget just how blessed we are to have what we have here. Yeah, and you, we talk about regret all the time. I don't want the kids to regret 
missing out on something, whether it's I'm recruiting him to come out for the baseball team, you know, to sing in the choir or to play in the band. You don't want them to regret not doing it. I, I, I think very rarely it happens that somebody actually does it. They go through with it and they say, I regret going out. That hardly ever happens. It's, they regret that they didn't try something. Yes. And this is where taking a risk comes into play. Go out for that sport that you don't think you might, you might not be as good as you think you are, but go for it. Try it. Go out for that production. Pick up that instrument out of the closet and get it back going again. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and when you talk about all it does create a well-rounded person. Uh, you know, when we talk about high school, I started my morning at 7 o'clock in the morning with either show choir or jazz band every morning, Monday through jazz Friday. Hands. And And I went from there. I went through school all day. I had football, uh, basketball slash wrestling because I was, yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> Wasn't really great at either one, but I was there. You and were there. then, uh, uh, you know, and baseball and all. And then, plus, then that after all that was over with, I had musical in the fall, and I had a play to do in the, and I had leads in all of that. So I mean, it was go go go. But I think in the long run, it made me a a better person because I learned time management a lot better. Yep, exactly. But also, um, you know, I can I love listening to all types of music. You know, sometimes I'm driving along, like, oh, I think we need some jazz today. You know, just it just it kind of gives you a, a whole different outlook on life. And that's yeah. how you picked up on different accents and dialects. <laughs> give, give us a little. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll go into that a little bit. <laughs> but now, when we talk about productions, about everything, you've been mentioning productions. We have a big one coming up. This yes. is huge. Next week, we open Mama Mia, and we have a cast of. About 22 students on stage with about five or six crew members. And um, we have the vars- a couple varsity football players, baseball players on our stage. And it is going to be fantastic. I was, uh, I was very impressed when, when I saw what was chosen for the musical. Uh, that brought back music from the late 70s that was very popular. And, of course, now it's, it's bringing it to a whole different group of kids. Uh, right. And they all think it's cool. Yeah. They think they're, re- they're inventing something. I say, you guys just want to be 70s kids. That's all I'm talking about. Isn't everybody? Yeah, absolutely. Just please don't bring back the bell bottoms. No. But, oh. And I think, you know, some of the best part of it, the best part of the program I enjoy seeing is not necessarily the production, but say when either the first show's done or the second show's done, when they're coming out to their family and their friends that have been there to, you know, the smiles the on supporters. their faces. Their confidence is booming absolutely booming you know this the stress the relief is there because it's over so they can finally relax and then you can really see you know that sparkle in their eye that what they just did and what they accomplished and that's truly one of the coolest things but i think they also find that when they you're like oh that last performance is over but there's a little bit of you that wants to do one more let's do one or when they ask what's next yeah Yeah. exactly and that that just shows the growth right To, to look at the other side of that coin, you go, again, though, Ryan, there's nothing more fun than sitting at a ball game in the summer and watching that kid jack his first home run. Oh, yeah. And, and, and he's, he's so jacked up that he can barely run around the bases and yep. everybody's going crazy. There's nothing better than that. Yeah, and the coaches know? remind him to make sure they touch the base and don't <laughs> jump over top of it, you know. And, yeah, along with that, you know, after a big win, yeah. you know, we always meet at the pitcher's mound after a win or a loss, but – there is just, again, I, I keep saying confidence, but it just booms. You can just see it in their faces. Yeah. Kids want to succeed. And unfortunately, you know, in, in sports, y- 
you don't succeed all the time, and that can be defeating. Um, I think that's a great thing about what you guys do is there is usually success found in everything they do. Um, but like like us, we have to practice. You guys have to practice. And, you know, everything might not go perfect, and it, and it usually doesn't, right. but usually they're the only ones that really know it. And, and they have to be aware that not everyone knows what's going on. Find your success, build on it, and keep moving forward. And, and I would always say process outweighs the product any day. Everything. everything they learn is along the way. It's the little, the rules, the, the trials and tribulations. The product is nice, and sometimes it can be fabulous, but the route that you took to get there is where all the work is. You know, you talk about that, that old adage of, uh, you know, spread your wings. Uh, you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, no different than it is in band and chorus. Yep. You know, or speech or drama, or anything, any of the arts, um, visual arts even. Yep. You know, I mean, uh, you might think, oh, I don't know about that. And then the next first person walks up and sees your piece of work on, their, mm-hmm. on the bulletin board and goes, wow, wow. That, that's unreal. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you look at things a little differently in life. Yeah. You know, and and I, I, to this day, you know, when I was in high school, I was four sports all year long. That's all I did. I didn't, I didn't sing. I didn't play in the band, but to this day, I wish I could just sit down at a piano and just play. I wish I could sing when a song comes on the radio, but right now it's horrific when I sing. So, you know, I would, but it would have been horrific then, but I would have gotten better. You know, if you were out for that stuff, you would have gotten better. And I, I think that's sometimes the hard things for them to see is I'm not very good at it. I shouldn't do it. Well, you're not very good at it. You should do it and get better. Well, and I think we can find a place on stage for you if you're (laughs) willing to take that risk. And and don't don't feel bad, Ryan, because I was a catcher in high school, and I would give anything to be able to kneel again. (laughs) (laughs) That isn't going to happen I'm getting there. I'm getting there. (laughs) So showtimes and are tickets still available? Tickets are available from cast members and at the high school office currently. It is 7 o'clock on Friday night the 10th and 2 o'clock on Saturday the 11th. All right. Well, anything else that we'd like to add? Just thanks for having us. That was, you know, this that was a fantastic fun. show. Yeah. By far my favorite so yeah, far. Absolutely. Usually it's just well, me and Dave staring one? at each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys very much. I appreciate each and every one of you and everything you do for CGD, uh, for the, the school, for the kids, because that's what it's all about. It's the kids. Yeah, well, it. that's going to wrap up this uh, uh, this edition of the Three Star uh, Podcast. Boy, you'd think for somebody who spends as much time talking, I wouldn't have problems with it. It was a pretty I, clean episode up until then. It was then. until <laughs> I started. <laughs> but anyhow, hey, have a, have a great time. Uh, week and we'll see you at Mamma Mia coming up this weekend right here at CGD High School.